Self-agency is really that sense of feeling like you have full ownership and are in the driver's seat of your life. Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. Today on Smashing the Plateau, I'm speaking with brand clarity expert, Suzanne Tuline. In today's episode, Suzanne shares how you can align your brand with who you really are. Stay with us to hear all the details. Are you looking to connect with like-minded consultants to help you develop and grow your business and with whom you'll be able to collaborate, partner, and communicate? As a member of the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll have access to a community that is built to be a safe, caring place where inclusive, direct, active, and empowering conversations are welcome. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business access to experts, and answers to your burning questions. If you're committed to getting your consulting business to grow on your own terms so that you can deliver great results to your ideal clients while supporting the lifestyle you want and you don't want to do it alone, I invite you to apply to become a member of the Smashing the Plateau community. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Suzanne Tuline. As author of The Six myths of small business branding and author of and co-pioneer of brand dna uncover your organization's genetic code for competitive advantage and her third book personal brand clarity identify define and align to what you want to be known for suzanne is helping to pave the evolutionary highway for businesses to grow by conscious strategic design not by default She facilitates the brand DNA methodology and internal brand identification, definition, and alignment process for her clients across the U.S. Suzanne, welcome to the show. Oh, so good to be back, David. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. So solo consultants often have um, lots going for them and they have challenges as well. They have typically have decades of experiences as high-performing employees before they leave their last job and go solo. They've spent years developing their character, their personality, their wisdom, and their expertise. And then when they do get clients, they over-deliver and provide great results. Yet, they often have a great deal of trouble getting clients and getting clients that will pay them what they're really worth. So what's going on that makes this so challenging for these experts? Well, there's, there could be so many things going on, not knowing the individual, but generally, I would say based on my experience with my clients and prospects out there coming to me for help, is their ability to talk about their differentiation, their unique value proposition and what they bring to the table. I mean, really define it, identify and define it. So I think distinction and and really flushing out what makes them different from a qualitative and a quantitative way is super important for them to take that deep dive and go inward internally and really unpack what that looks like. Now, you did this for yourself. You were an employee first in your career and you went out on your own and started your own business. How do you do this for yourself? Well, I follow my process. (laughs) My process is... (laughs) You know, I developed this process initially for businesses to really identify and define their unique differentiators. 
But then when I went into the realm of supporting consultants and practitioners and those solopreneurs who are the brand of their business, I really wanted to speak to them so that they had a system or a process to flush this out. And I tell you, it's, there are so many dimensions that they that people don't think about in terms of what makes them different from professional, the, the professional credential or street cred that they might have, years of experience, awards, certain niches, areas of expertise, unique skill sets, all of those things. They don't really think about the personal side and really beginning to flush out how many languages do they speak? They visited this many countries. They might have four or five different hobbies where they, that they really enjoy that can u- be utilized to connect to their prospects. And they don't use them enough, I don't think. They don't use them in their bio, in their about me pages. They don't talk about them when they meet the prospect client. And so they're not developing that relationship and creating those connections with those unique attributes that if they were to sit down and really flesh them out, they could begin to create those relationships at a much deeper level and faster. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what are some examples of some of those unique differentiators that you use in your own description about yourself? Yeah. So, you know, things like personal, more personal things, like I'm a fly fisher person, woman, I say, not fly fisher man, but I used that once. Well, now I use it a lot because it worked for me, (laughs) but I used it in a workshop and within the audience. And I had several women come up to me after and say that you're, you're my type of gal. You're a fly fisher woman. They connected with that, that little piece of information, right? then they wanted to work with me. So we often look over those little nuances about ourselves that make us different. And we feel like, oh no, they only need to know the professional credentials. Well, I'm telling you that the way I've gotten most of my business is really sharing some of my personal things and really beginning to create some connection. It at least opens the ears up of these prospects who have some sort of resonance with what you're talking about. So it's kind of a little magical thing that happens, you know, when you're not just talking all business and all infrastructure and all processes and procedures and, and intellectual property, even though that's good stuff, they want to know you as a person also, especially a consultant when you're working pretty intimately with the client, get to know them pretty well, whatever topic you're at your, or expertise that you're working with them on. It's an intimate relationship. If you're a consultant like me, I mean, you've got to get to know the client pretty well to begin to uh, anticipate problems or issues and, and really help them think through stuff or open, open up blockages, right? Right. So if you not had much experience sharing the personal side of you as a corporate employee, how do you start to unlock some of what makes you unique as a person and then start to use it? in your brand development? So that's a great question. I'll just say that there's a whole process of uh, spelled out in the book and it flushes out a bunch of dimensions that what it does is it triggers your mind to think through, is this something that I can bring to the table as something unique? For example, authorship. Have you written a book? And what was that book about? Whether it's business book or whether it's something else, right? You're an author. Volunteerism. Where do you volunteer? Do you serve on boards? anywhere? Do you have a shared interest in these prospects or, you know, your, your potential clients with charities or something like that? Something that you lean into in your core values. 
unique hobbies and skills. So you could be a horse trainer. You could be, again, a fly fisher woman. You could be whatever it is that you are. You flesh that out. Your areas of expertise, that goes on the professional side, but you might be an expert at something else, an expert. I don't know. What are you an expert at, David? Let's bring you into the table. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Well, for a long time, I didn't talk about my community building skills, which is something that I've used in my professional life, in my personal life, in my volunteer life. Now that we have created the Smashing the Plateau community for consultants that are building their business following a long career as an employed professional, I'm actually utilizing my community building skills a lot. And that is certainly an expertise that people want to lean into. They want to be surrounded by people who have that skill set. I think it's awesome. Do you actually talk about it more? I do. I talk about it a lot. And I say that yeah. you know one of the reasons why people want to join a community is because they want to feel heard and seen and they want to feel a sense of belonging. And it's really important when you when you walk out of the corporate office and you leave this incredible structure behind and you go from a place where you have an overflowing inbox, a full calendar, and the social connection to a place where your inbox is empty, your calendar is empty, the social structure is gone, you're working all alone, you need to connect with the, with other people like you. And so you need to be part of a community. You need to find new communities that you can join and participate in. And frankly, I've been, as a participant, I've been in many communities in my life. Some of them are well-run and some are not. And I know that when I join something because I want to be with the people that are part of this community, but it's not so well-run, I won't spend that much time there. So the community building skill set is important. And I think for, uh, for all of us, we need to be with the right people so that we can not only succeed, but thrive. And that happens when you are in community with like-minded people. Right. And you can go into a community that you're not thinking is very good community, so to speak. They don't have maybe some of the systems and processes in place and you see some gaps. You can begin to, you know, help them create a more thoughtful, uh, communicative, collaborative community, right? You've got that skill if you feel like that's something you want to effort in, right? Correct, correct. And I have done it in many scenarios in my life. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people that are good at something on the soft skill side, they overlook how good they are compared to people outside of them, right? So they don't think it's a skill set. So they often think it's not important. But when others see someone having a certain skill set, like being a great negotiator, right? Just having that skill is something that you could be talking about as a consultant, as a unique differentiator that you're really good at, right? So among other things. Mm -hmm. Correct. So yeah, so I was going to say, so like if if you're... um you know, you're in leadership development as a consultant Mm -hmm. and you are a good negotiator, you can teach the leaders that you work with how to negotiate more effectively. And that can be part of your, part of your playbook. That's right. That's right. So recognizing those skill sets as a leader, um, we could go have a whole nother podcast just on that, right? Recognizing those and beginning to lead through those filters of awareness that you have about who you are. That's why personal branding is so important. And I'm going to caveat that with saying a personal, a conscious 
personal brand because you're a brand, you're already branded because it's just a perception. Either you're branding yourself consciously or you're allowing your the people outside of you to brand you based on what they're perceiving of you. So it can be conscious or unconscious branding. And I teach my clients and my uh, workshop attendees all the time to be more aware of how they're showing up. And is it in alignment with who they say they are and who they want to become known for? Yeah. Do you find that there are consultants that feel like they're out of alignment between what they're hearing from their audience and their own perception of themselves? Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. So what, what's an example where somebody may feel out of alignment and, and then how do they course correct? Well, it's you feel out of alignment when you feel like you're chasing a client or chasing a prospect. When they're not attracted to you and they're not coming to you because of who you are and you feel like you have to go after them and you're wondering why is this person not responding to my calls? Why is this person not doing this? Why? And you're fighting that, that's resistance. And that means to me, that you're out of alignment because it's it's not easy. It's not flowing. It's not just attracting to you. So a lot of it is really making sure that you understand how you feel before you approach something and getting really centered in who you are. Again, this is, it's called self-agency. Have you heard that term, self-agency? Why don't you explain it? Okay, so self-agency is really that sense of feeling like you have full ownership and are in the driver's seat of your life. So there's no question that you are confident, you're stable, you're sure-footed, and what you do and say and how you act and your behaviors is all congruent with how you believe you are authentically, right? And you start walking the talk and deliver on that promise. And if someone says no to you, it's okay. It's all right, cool. You know, you just walk away and you go find that other person or attract that other person, other client that is in alignment with those same vibrations and same feelings and same knowingness and confidence. So self-agency is what we talk a lot about. I've been talking a lot about it this year, in fact, because... I think that we have become so reactive to our external environments that we are no longer proactive in driving our own bus, right? Driving our own life and making our own decisions because we're so reactive to everything that's happening outside of us. And that includes chasing a client or marketing or, you know, constantly having this FOMO that I need to be out there, right? Yeah. How much, Suzanne, how much do you find that consultants are succumbing to the marketing messages they're hearing from so-called experts that, that help consultants, but help them achieve something that the marketer thinks the consultant needs as opposed to the other way around? So for example, one of the things I see happening a lot with older consultants, somebody who's had, had a long career first, and they maybe in a position in their life where they want to be working, they want to be contributing, they want to be creating impact, but they don't necessarily either need or want to be making a million dollars a year in a business, right? If they make a few hundred thousand dollars a year, it's a fine business, it supports their lifestyle, 
and they're perfectly happy. Yet there are a lot of marketers that say, oh, you, if you're at a, in a, running a six-figure business, we'll teach you how to run a seven-figure business. If you're running a seven-figure business, we'll teach you how to run an eight-figure business. Well, not everybody wants that. So there's a lot of hype, in the, particularly in the online world, with these messages. And I'm wondering how much you find that some of these messages are incongruent with what consultants, particularly solo consultants, really want. <sighs> I see it all the time, just like you do, David. And it's frustrating for me to see it all the time. These messaging and marketing campaigns are so attractive. They make it look so easy. They make it look like it's just, you know, overnight success. Do this, pay me this, and you'll get this, like overnight. And, and generally, it's probably going to ask you to step outside of your comfort zone and do some things that you're either not uh, equipped to do or want to do, or it's not in your DNA to do. I find that all over and happening all the time. And then what happens is, is these consultants get burnout, they get frustrated, and they've set, they spend a lot of money on no ROI. And so what they're doing is they're going externally to find something that is really inside of them. And once they find out who they are, they can really get crystal clear on that everything changes from the inside out. You can begin changing your external experience by being more confident in who you are and having that clarity that really perpetuates your alignment and where you want to go. I mean, it's, it's amazing how it actually happens, but we think we have to row upstream all the time, constantly row upstream. And we don't. If we just drop the oars and let the boat turn around, like theoretically, right? Turn around and let us ease and flow and go downstream with who we are and our full alignment. Things start happening for us that could not possibly happen going the other way, resisting. So that's my answer. It, it could be a little surprising to you, but I think that that's super important for people to hear that the more you do something you're not accustomed to or don't, um, it's not about not feeling like you want to do it, but that is out of alignment with who you are, the more likely it's not going to yield the results you're wanting. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and there's a difference between being pushed out of your comfort zone and being pushed into a, into a place that is really not in alignment with who you are. Because yeah. when we're uncomfortable, we're growing. Yeah. I get that. But if I'm asked to be doing something that really isn't part of my nature, mm -hmm. and maybe there's dissonance with my values, that's problematic. Yes. And so you can only really know that if you're clear, right? Correct. You've got to be clear first for, your, for yourself. Yes. That, that the ability to discern that is due to clarity. And that's what I want everybody to just really understand that that, that work on yourself will create a night and day experience for you if you just do the work. And so, Suzanne, you, you've been at this for a while. What helped you put the pieces together in your own brand clarity process? You know, I sometimes I approach it. I love that show. Remember MacGyver? That, that show, MacGyver, this guy was solving all kinds of problems in the weirdest ways and the most creative ways. I, I kind of like that because I had to figure that out for myself, right? How am I going to live a life, a work-life balance where I can play my way to success? and really have a lot of fun doing what I love and only doing the things that I love. And so I 
put myself through my own program, obviously, and I figured out what my core brand values are, what my brand style attribute set was, what really makes me different and how I'm setting up what we call my standards of living, which are declarations around each bucket of my life and uh, from finances to work to community to family, et cetera, and really begin driving that at a conscious, strategic, and deliberate level every single day so that now I am literally creating or co-creating my own experiences that when I sit back and, you know, I'm using interesting terms for a business podcast, but I'm going to say surrender. When I surrendered to knowing and trusting who I was and really stepping into that, that's when everything starts changing. And that's how I do it. Every once in a while, like every human, I get off alignment, but I know how to bring myself back. Yeah, that's great. And get right back into alignment again. Yeah. Suzanne, what's your dream for the outcome of the brand clarity process? Mm-hmm. Dream for me or for my clients? The kind of impact you you would love to see made. Oh, I'm seeing it made made all the time for people that choose to make that decision to do the work. And um, whether they want me to be a partner for them or they do it on their own, I'm getting emails, I'm getting phone calls, I'm getting all kinds of amazing stories. Like, you're not going to believe this happened out of the blue, right? Well, nothing happens out of the blue. It's with intention, right? And when you get conscious, strategic, and deliberate things, you start co-creating. That's what I love to see. And it's happening. And um, it's just an amazing fulfillment for me as a brand clarity expert to know that a process I created is helping people kind of become what they want to be known for and realize their true potential. Suzanne, before we close out, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to mention or share? I would like to share a free Kickstarter toolkit that I offer for anybody listening who just wants to dip their foot in the pool of personal branding. It's full of resources. It's on my website. It's called Kickstarter Toolkit. It's on the tab. They can sign up, start getting the the pieces of resources and really starting to dig in. And and it's a fun thing. I call it a gift for you to carve out time for yourselves to really do this work and stop struggling, trying to, you know, beat out the competition or even attract things that you're in resistance to already. Yeah, it should be easier for everybody. Suzanne, if if someone wants to go deeper with anything we've talked about today, get the um, the gift that you mentioned or get in touch with you, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, have them go to brandascension.com. I'm also on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, reach out. I have my website. You can reach me there. Sign up for the Kickstarter toolkit. Get a few emails. Look at those resources and see if you like them and then we can talk further. Sounds great. Well, Suzanne, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share your insights. My guest has been brand clarity expert, Suzanne Tulin. Thank you again, Suzanne, for joining us. Thank you so much, David. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Are you looking to connect with like-minded consultants to help you develop and grow your business and with whom you'll be able to collaborate, partner, and communicate? As a member of the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll have access to a community that is built to be a safe, caring place where inclusive, direct, active, and empowering conversations are welcome. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business access to experts, and answers to your burning questions. 
If you're committed to getting your consulting business to grow on your own terms so that you can deliver great results to your ideal clients while supporting the lifestyle you want and you don't want to do it alone, I invite you to apply to become a member of the Smashing the Plateau community. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.